Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you for hitting the play button and tuning into the latest episode of Ask the Top. And whether it's on ChrisTopLack.com, TWM.news, or TheReactionRoom.com, I greatly appreciate your support. I am forever grateful. This show is all about your questions. So if you have questions at any point in time, you ask me on social media. Ask the Top on Facebook. That's my Facebook fan page. At ChrisTopLack on Twitter, Instagram, Google+, ChrisTopLack.com. I'm even on Tumblr. Yes, it is still a thing. Snapchat, if you want to find me there. I'm not a frequent you know, snapper, if you will. Is that even a thing over there? But nonetheless, plenty of opportunities to find me on social media and ask me some questions. We have plenty to get to on this edition of the program. But first, the tradition continues. More often than not, I'm sipping on a craft beer. This is a little outside the norm, and I'll tell you why I grabbed this. It is a hot humid, stifling day. So I grabbed Black Fly Vodka Sour Grape from the fridge. It's a vodka mixed drink, 7%. Real grape juice, not too sweet. It is Canadian. So it's a great company based out of London, Ontario, Canada. If you haven't tried them, ooh, it's good. Especially on a hot, humid, sticky day. So I appreciate this cold one, and it's going to get me through this program, right? On this edition of the program, the ongoing page in Alberto saga continues. It's feeling like TMZ, and in fact, yeah, they're reporting on them. Rumors about Big Cass and Enzo. WWE 24, we'll be focusing on that. It was my main highlight from the week. AJ Styles winning the U.S. title, the release of Austin Aries, and the next challenger for Neville. So let's get to some news and rumors. The page in Alberto saga continues. TMZ.com reported on Monday that Alberto El Patron, as he's known as now, he can't say Del Rio, don't want the WWE suing us, is being investigated for an alleged domestic violence incident that was at a Florida airport. Now, Paige tweeted about the incident. Here's what she said. We got the cops involved. I'm crying because I found found out bad fam news, and a lady tries to take a pic. She gets angry, throws a drink on Alberto. Please leave us alone. That's it. This is feeling like Michael Jackson. Just just please leave me alone. Leave me alone. Stop being angry. That's what it feels like. I hope that was a good impersonation, by the way. I've been doing that voice for years. Audio was then released, and it was abundantly clear that this incident between Paige and Alberto was really just between them, and that was it. So it's lies on top of more lies. So Paige later admitted that she was the one who threw the drink at him. Of course she was. Paige's brother has even spoken out expressing concern, you know, for her safety. Now, Alberto has been suspended by GFW, Global Force Wrestling, which, of course, is now run by Jeff Jarrett. He's their champion. This isn't exactly good press for them. I believe they had, what, six weeks worth of tapings? And he's the main fixture there. So not exactly 
uh, something that was a wise idea, but again, they can't predict the future. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to make a joke or poke fun because domestic abuse is a dead serious issue. Truthfully, it sounds as though Paige needs to get away from this, or this could become a much worse headline. Many are becoming, you know, advocates for both of them saying, you know what, nobody understands, but this just keeps happening. So I'm going to have to not give them the benefit of the doubt and think they are just going to be too combustible together. But again, what do I know? Sheldon Benjamin. Haven't heard that name in a while, right? Well, after the WWE wished Sheldon Benjamin a happy birthday, speculation began to run rampant about his signing. Now, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he's still a free agent, and the WWE has not offered him a deal, though I would love to see him back at sub capacity. Triple H has officially invited Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather to Raw, and of course, this is off the heels of Showtime cutting off his microphone. This was earlier in the week. They've been going back and forth. I was about to watch the one today. This is recorded on a Thursday. Again, I upload this program immediately, waiting, waiting patiently, and they were delayed by about an hour and 45 minutes or about an hour and 15 minutes, I should say. So I just figured, you know what? I'm going to jump on it here, record this show, get a fresh one out there for your listening pleasure. But Triple H inviting him to Raw, or both of them for that matter, based on the verbal exchanges, would need to desperately be on tape delay, and I'm sure it is by about three seconds. It would need to be much bigger than that because I've been losing count of all the F-bombs they've been dropping, and that's not exactly standard protocol on Raw. Enzo and Big Cass in hot water backstage could be true. It's being reported that Enzo Amore, recently out on his own, was recently kicked off the WWE tour bus by none other than Ura Roman Reigns for his obnoxious behavior. Surprise, surprise. He has also been kicked out of the locker room. It's being said he's getting the Miz treatment. And that's bad. Ask the Miz about that one. So while this is simply a rumor, it certainly wouldn't surprise me if both parts were factual. Now regarding Big Cass, apparently his overwhelming support for Donald Trump has been rubbing people the wrong way. So apparently he's a big vocal advocate for him. And listen, whether you're for him or against him, and I mean Donald Trump, political talk will always be polarizing. So it's just best to avoid those conversations. As a cost-cutting measure, the WWE will cease using pyrotechnics for the foreseeable future. This also goes hand-in-hand with those custom sets, because if they standardize it, they're saving money. Same with the pyro. Now, many fans online are, are pretty ticked off about this. For me, to be completely honest, I can't really think of moments other than with Kane and a few other notable wrestlers where you know pyro has been a big part of their gimmick or their entrance. So it doesn't really bother me that much. If they're going to save money, so be it. Highlights from the week. This one takes the cake for me. If you missed it, go watch it right after you listen to this episode on the WWE Network. It was WWE 24. They've produced some outstanding documentaries. The best one to date featuring Kurt Angle, his story, and more or less his historic rise to WWE superstardom, you know, moving over to TNA, the drug addiction, the DUIs, returning home. It was emotional. It was genuine. It was captivating. That moment where he walks into the room and he sees Vince for the first time in, what was it, about 12 years? And Vince actually... 
and I'm not spoiling anything, told the cameraman to leave the room. That was a shoot. Kurt has mentioned on many occasions that Vince was like a father to him, and even Vince noted in this WWE 24 documentary that Kurt was kind of like a son to him. So they have a very tight relationship. You need to watch that episode if you missed it. I believe the best yet. Also, highlights from the week, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns. I dug that segment. It's only a matter of time before they get Braun Strowman involved and they have a fatal four-way. Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Will we see the return of the Broken Hardys? They teased it. Jeff Hardy alluded to being obsolete or hoping that they don't become obsolete. And then Matt Hardy said the magic word of delete. Oh, so close. I really enjoyed the AJ Styles, John Cena, SmackDown opener. Went back to the U.S. Open Championship. John Cena was all about that. AJ Styles said, it's my time to run it. John Cena answered the call. Came out. It did not lead to that match. It led to John Cena and AJ Styles versus Rusev and Kevin Owens. Another highlight from the week. I really enjoyed that match. So those were my highlights from the week. Some news and some rumors, but most importantly, we're going to get to your questions now. Drew B. via Google+. Plus, What do you think of AJ winning the U.S. title? He's on a house show at MSG. I loved it. It was last Friday. He's a true main eventer. He's arguably the best in the world, so it lends instant credibility to the U.S. title that he won it on a house show. And more or less, he lends that credibility because he is the best in the world. Mike, via Facebook, with Styles getting the U.S. title, do you think they will flip it back to Owens in two weeks or will Styles get a long reign? Flipping the title back to Owens after two weeks hurts AJ Styles' momentum. So I would imagine he hangs on to it for another three to four months, has that U.S. Open challenge, goes from there. Whiskey Brewer via Google+. Plus. What are your thoughts on Austin Aries being released, and where do you think he'll go next? So, Aries reportedly asked for his release. It was granted. I'm a big fan of his. But Austin does have a known history of being miserable backstage. It happened in TNA on multiple occasions. And the WWE noted this on multiple occasions too. So, perhaps this was for the best. ROH would be his best option. There's plenty of flat... Fresh blood there. Flesh blood, that would be kind of strange. Fresh blood to compete against there. And he would instantly be propelled to the main event upon arrival. He was a world champion there. I think it makes sense. He could also go to Global Force Wrestling. That also makes sense too. Jeff Jarrett's a fan of his. He was a world champion in TNA. It positioned him in the main event. That could happen too. Simon Trickett, my best buddy via Facebook, after the release of Aries, do you think anyone else may be released? And who do you release? Yeah, the chance. Listen, I'm never in favor of anyone losing their job. But if I were forced to choose, I would release, and this is not a surprise if you've been listening to this program, Dana Brooke. There are dozens of wrestlers that are more deserving of her spot, and she has shown very little improvement. A trip back to NXT would be great, but perhaps even further than that, a trip to the independent circuit would be humbling and at this point necessary. 
big swig of my vodka sour grape is delicious, very refreshing. Neary via Google Plus, when will Batista come back? Batista has stated that he would only return to feud with Triple H. That seems highly unlikely at this point in time. Keep in mind, Batista is rising in terms of his footprint as a movie star, right? So basically, that's at the forefront of his life. He's also 48 years old. I don't believe we will ever see him compete again in a WWE ring. So when will he come back? Never. Kyle Scarf. Another close friend. One of the besties via Facebook. Is there anyone in the cruiserweight division who can realistically dethrone Neville at this point? If booked properly in a perfect world, Cedric Alexander could potentially dethrone Neville. But that would take months worth of building anticipation and ensuring that he was a viable threat. At this point, he's not. Currently, there is no one on the Neville level. It's not just a catchy little phrase that he uses. It's, well, reality. Pat via Facebook. When will Stone Cold Steve Austin make an appearance on Raw? Any appearance from Stone Cold Steve Austin will be safe for WrestleMania. And even that's becoming a rarity. To answer your question, I'm not sure if he ever will return to Raw. Especially if it's any time within the near future. It would take something momentous, something special to feature the Texas rattlesnake on Monday night. Potato Man via Google+. Plus. I get this one all the time. Still pops up. Do you think they'll ever refer to Chris Benoit ever again? For the 12th time, 13th time, losing count. No. The final 24 hours of his life guaranteed that he would never get mentioned again. That's fact. If you ran the company, would you? If you say yes, I would love to hear your explanation. But the fact of the matter is that any smart businessman or businesswoman, if they ran a company, would never want Chris Benoit's name mentioned on their television program ever again. Milano Jones Hernandez via Facebook will Bullet Club reform in WWE. I'm going to assume that you're referring to Balor, Gallows, and Anderson. If so, I highly doubt it, but I wish they would. If you're talking about the Bullet Club as a whole, obviously New Japan Pro Wrestling owns the gimmick and the rights to the gimmick. So unless the WWE makes a play to purchase that and New Japan Pro Wrestling would like to relinquish it, maybe, but again, I don't see that happening. Stranger things have occurred in the world of pro wrestling, but I don't see that happening. That will do it for yet another episode of Ask the Top. As always, I appreciate your ongoing support. If you have questions, find me on social media, Ask the Top on Facebook, at Chris Tomblack on Twitter, Instagram, Google+, ChrisTomblack.com, Snapchat, Tumblr. I'm all over the place. Find me, ask me questions, and listen to this program on christomplack.com, twm.news, thereactionroom.com, iTunes, and podcast apps such as Overcast. Did that whew, almost in one breath. And until next time, happy trails to you until we meet again.